What up, y'all? Welcome to The Great Overthinker. It is I, Jazzamar, here with another episode. Thank y'all for tuning in, of course. Today, as you know, is Thanksgiving Day in the United States. And I usually would drop an episode on Fridays, but I feel like Thursday this week makes sense. You know, give you something to listen to while you are preparing your food and while you're driving to whoever's house, your friend's house, your family member's house, and, you know, just a little something to listen to. So thank you for tuning in. Today, for me, I'm recording this the day before Thanksgiving, and I am in, like, preparation mode. I have signed up for a meal or two or a dish or two, and, um, you know, I don't know if you ever, like, uh, in the group chat or whatever, you're you're signing up for food or whatever, and you're like, oh, yeah, this will be nothing. Like I can do this, and then you get to actually preparing, I guess, for it, and you're like, oh, damn, <laughs> like <laughs> this is a lot more that I uh, that I anticipated because a lot of times, I, at least for me, I don't always buy food in advance. So obviously, I was out there this morning finding my last minute things I've signed up for uh, macaroni and cheese which I haven't made in a very long time and what else am I making salmon which is different (laughs) but I cook that all the time so it should be fine and I'm gonna do a gluten-free like dairy-free sweet potato pie and it's for my boo so before you're like you can't do that we're gonna have a regular (laughs) pie that has all the gluten in it and all the dairy in it so just to give people options because you know the older we get our body be telling us like i can't process that the same so you know i think it's cool to try to find alternatives when you can um so yeah i'll be doing that i actually uh because the macaroni is i'm doing using a new recipe I was like, do I cook the day before the macaroni or do I wait the morning of? And everything within me is like, you got to wake the day of. Like, that's when you make macaroni, right? And But I'm like, but what if I need to, like, do some other stuff to it and I need more time? And, you know, I didn't want to be rushed or anything that day of, of Thanksgiving. So I did a little poll on um, <laughs> Instagram and it was hilarious because I get to see who is saying what. So that doesn't show on, you know, the other users in, but it was hilarious. So, um, for those of you who said it's okay to cook the day before, I will not be going with that advice. (laughs) I will be going with the advice of the elders and the, and the ancestors and my intuition and the homies who are like, no, you need to do it the day of, and I will be cooking it tomorrow morning today um early in this morning and um yeah so that's exciting we'll see how that turns out and um you know i usually call this holiday well i have been for the last couple years friends and family day so fnf day so if y'all want to use that you can because sometimes just saying thanksgiving just sounds weird sometimes um it's still a day of thanks i'm not saying that but like what the holiday is supposed to represent in general sometimes feels off 
So I just call it family and friends day or friends and family day, whatever order you want to put it in. And yeah, so I'm excited for that. I hope that y'all are, um, you know, excited to see y'all people. If y'all don't, if you're not around family or anything like that, hopefully you, you know, find your little crew and y'all do a little potluck or you can cook for yourself. Like enjoy that because I've done that before and I'll cook like, I don't know, I made like greens and some other stuff and I made a whole ass dinner by myself and there's nothing wrong with that. So whatever you do, just have fun. And um, speaking of friends, <laughs> um, so as far as like things that's going on in the world right now, I don't know how many people have seen it so far, but our friend August Alsina, um, I guess to some people, depends on who you're talking to, um, he seemingly came out as queer of some sort. For those who haven't seen the clip, um, he is on the surreal, the surreal life. Um, I don't know who's all on it because I haven't really seen it, but this was like the season finale. So there's a little clip of him talking about the kind of love that he's looking for. And, um, you know, at the end of talking about that, he's like, wow, well, I found love in an unexpected place. And then he invites this guy on and he sits next to them, next to him. Uh, he dabs him up, give him a hug. But like when you go back, he didn't really say this is my boyfriend. This is my partner. He didn't really say I am queer. Um, and they're body language didn't per se scream out like this is my partner and I'm in love romantically and you know there's a little bit of confusion um with with that for some people and I wasn't confused at first but now I am a little confused but also who cares you know I think ultimately he is expressing or finding love in a new way figuring out how he wants to share that with people and who knows so this could be his his boyfriend this could be just his his friend and it also just made me think about a conversation I had with my partner about like being in love with friends and what does that look like and what does that feel like and you know every relationship that we're in is not going to be a romantic one where you are um, even like sexually attracted to the other person but it can be very deep very intimate very uh, a lot of things and I think there's there's a space that um, love lives within those types of relationships and, and it lives in a very unique way so um you know, I think this this whole situation just made me think of like the friends that I feel like I'm in love with and who really have my back. And uh, our relationship is just like really, really deep. You know, it's almost like a partner, but not quite like a partner or not like a partner at all as far as the, the romantic stuff. But there's still like a, a deep love that um, exists within the relationship. So you know, regardless of what his, you know, status is, um, I think 
I'm always going to advocate for people finding love where they can find it. And if this is just someone who is supporting August in a way that he hasn't felt before and that he needs in this time, that is beautiful. If this is that as well as being a romantic partner, that's really beautiful, too. So it's really just about, to me, just living in your truth, whatever that truth is, and um, not being ashamed because I know, I mean, I've said it many times and I'm probably going to keep saying it because a lot of this is my reality or was my reality growing up. Like the the social construct around just heterosexual people, heterosexual men, heterosexual black men, you know, each label that I just added to it, it, it adds another layer of things that you can do and things that you can't do and um, the restrictions that come along with it. So anyone who is like straight and they're finding ways to break down those heteronormative, um, you know, characteristics or, uh, or labels that, that are thrown upon them, I'm all for it. So shout out to August. Um, hope you're having a great Thanksgiving or friends and family day. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, so that's a little bit of something that happened this week that, uh, that's been on my mind and, you know, I just have so much, uh, to say regarding stuff like that. Um, with, I mean, there's other things I just won't get into it, but you know, I'm just excited for people to, to be liberated and live their life and, you know, staying on the, the theme of friends. I, I want to get into the overthought and I wanted to share something that I, have been thinking about for a while and have used to kind of allocate my time a little bit better in regards to my relationships, particularly like friendships in the different levels of them. And, you know, the thing that I'm going to share, I want to be very, very clear and try to preface it with uh, this is not um, a system that tells you who's a good friend, who's a bad friend, um, any of those things is really about allocation of time when it comes to those kinds of relationships and where you should be spending time, where you should be pouring more energy into, who is pouring energy into you and being aware of that and kind of making adjustments in, in that way. Um, a couple years ago, or the reason why all this came to be, is uh, I was in a place, and this is not a couple years, this was a while ago, like maybe five or six years ago, and I was just, I can't really even describe the place I was in. I was just like, nobody likes me, and I'm doing all this stuff, and I'm going to all these events, and, uh, you know, and none of it was necessarily real. It's just what I was feeling at the time. I think I was probably feeling overwhelmed because I, I was the type at that time, any event that happened, I'm like, I'm down. Like if I have time to go and I want to go to it, I'm probably going to go to it. But it wasn't that I was going to like events that were hosted per se by like my, my friend friends. It would be like people that I know. It's like, okay, it's an event. Everyone's going to be here. It's cool. And you know, 
I was in this space of like, well, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk to anybody. This is what I'm going to do for as long as I feel like I need to do it. So I didn't do it that long. But when I did it, um, it was cool because it gave me the chance to really think about my friendships, think about the time that I was spending um, with my friends or people who were not my friends and and also reevaluate reevaluating my my relationships as far as understanding that change in relationships is fine. So you may spend a lot of time with a friend, you know, one year, something happens and, you know, maybe you don't spend as much time with them. And it doesn't mean like there's love loss or any of those things. It's just life. Life happens, you know. So before I go too far into it, you know, I don't have a, a, a name <laughs> per se for this. Um, maybe as I think about it more, I can maybe write a, a little excerpt about it um in more details and have labelings and things like that but i'm just calling it um let me think i will call it the the number system for friends that's what i'm calling it today it is a horrible name and when i change it then i'll change it but as of today i don't have a name for it but i will explain it and you know i'll keep you all up to date if labels and things like that change so i'm going to go into it again this is really just about allocating your time and realizing where you're spending your time where you should be spending your time and if you don't want to do anything <laughs> where do you not do anything uh, or who do you possibly do nothing with and um so here it goes so in this system there are four levels each level has a rating, not a rating, but each level has a number. Each number represents how many people that are in that group, not including you. And there's a range for each number, but the name of the level or the grouping is basically the first number. So for example, the first group is your threes. Threes will have anywhere from three to five people in them. That's the example. So as I go into each group, I'll tell you the range. I'll tell you what the, the, the number is, what the name of the group is. I'll describe the group and then, you know, I'll talk a little bit more about it afterwards. So the first group, like I said, they're the threes, it's three to five people. And these are people who you would consider to be in your inner circle. These are people that you would typically say are your best friends. They they find ways to support each other in a very um, close, tight knit way. You don't necessarily have to talk to them every day, but you have frequent contact with them. And most of the people within this group know each other, not that they have to also be each other's threes but there's a, a small community where if something goes wrong or there's something happening with you everyone within this this smaller group most likely know like something's going on and they can support you either collectively or they can you know find ways individually or they provide something individually that you know helps whatever the situation is 
So for these people, you again, probably want to be more intentional about the time that you spend with them. And if they are truly pouring into you, you should also be pouring into them. So in that case, spending time or being intentional about the relationship is very, very crucial. Um, if they are, I don't know, going through things and you're unavailable all the time or um, you're only receiving from them or you consider them the best friend, but y'all don't really talk like that or, you know, when things happen, you're not there. You may want to reevaluate what your your three group looks like. And are those people really threes? Because if they're not, you may be spending time, a lot of time, with people who are not people who are pouring into you and vice versa. You know, if you're not really spending time with them or being intentional about those relationships, they could be pouring a lot into you and you're not even realizing that you're not doing the same for them. So this is a very important group because it is like the the not the foundation, but as far as friendships go, they help you to stay grounded and um, are really there for you. They know probably more about you than any of the groups that I'm going to talk about today. And you should be able to be transparent with them. I think um, one thing that I, when I was going to therapy, they the the person, my therapist, they were telling me that, you know, you know, at some point you got to figure out how to fig- do these things on your own and, and find your own circle that you feel comfortable talking about to about certain things. And I think this group is one of those groups where you can be a little bit more transparent. They can uh, you trust them with with secrets. I'm putting secrets in, in quotes. Um, so the next group I'm going to talk about is your sevens. So the sevens group. It ranges from seven to 10 people. And this group is a very special group because they are not necessarily a best friend, but they have best friend qualities and traits. There are people that you go to for advice, people who when shit goes down, like they're there, but you may not talk to them all the time, but there is a connection there that is deep but it's not a best friend deep so a lot of times there may be a situation where someone moves out out the the city or out the country or something like that so you're not able to really spend as much time together or whatever is going on in your lives it, it pulls you away from maybe spending the time that you would want to have so these people could potentially have been threes in the past but because of whatever life is, it could pull away. But that doesn't mean that the love that you have for them or the things that they, they hold or the space that they hold for you or the space you hold for them doesn't necess- necessarily mean that it changes. It just means that we're not able to maybe exist in the way that we used to exist. And I think this is a very important group, too, because and I'm going to say this for all of them. I think they're all important. But as we get higher in the the, the group number, um, is realizing the change in the, the the flow that happens between each group. Um, I have a friend that I would consider a seven, and you know we don't talk all the time, but when we talk, 
like it is extremely intentional it's like how are you really doing and we have the space to to really share how we're doing and if it's not a good time like you know let's talk about it and if it is a good time let's celebrate together but it's not necessarily like i have to talk to this person about this thing because they are uh, such a strong um foundation or something like that in my life and it's okay I have other friends who I consider sevens and tens or sevens, but you know, the group is seven to 10 people who at a point they were threes in my life. And, you know, it was a space that we, (laughs) we just shared a lot of space together. So we would spend a lot of time together. We would do a lot of things together. And because of that, that um, the situation or the space that we were in, um, it called, it allowed us to be really, really close and um, share things and support each other in, in really cool ways. And then as life you know, goes on, people go about their lives and either they get married or have kids or any of those things that can really pull someone's attention from maybe their friends in the way, especially if your friends like, you know, along for a long time. There are certain things that happen that really will change the dynamics of a friendship. So, you know, in that case, I feel or I've experienced, especially in my as uh, someone who's in their mid 30s, a lot of shifts were, you know, maybe some relationships. I was very close to somebody and there's this shift and I'm like, well, we're, we're still good friends, but it's different or you don't have the time that you used to have for me, but also I am so <laughs> I'm in support of whatever the thing is you do you're doing. As your friend, I want you to do those other things that may take time away from me. And vice versa. I think that that goes definitely goes both ways. So the seven and tens, I keep saying that, but the seven group um is very important because sometimes that can be mistaken the people who are in this group can be 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 mistaken for this person doesn't have time for me so we're not friends and this person does not support me or any of those things and it's not always true so that is your seven group next group we have are the 12s the 12s group that ranges from 12 to 16 people and I call this group more of like family and again this group is special because in this group you have people who you may have shared a very significant event or just time with and it's really hard to shift the nature of the relationship and even the identity of the relationship. So there are people that maybe you grew up with and like, this is really big. Like I can never not be your friend, but that doesn't mean that as we grow and we change, that we don't have new interests, that we don't grow apart in some ways. And sometimes that, that, that growing apart becomes like we're not friends anymore or why would I talk to you? It, it could be that um, or a person did something or whatever. So this doesn't excuse that stuff. But if that genuine love is still there and there is this connection, there's nothing wrong with that. 
And I think that is the point where a lot of these types of relationships who you may have been best friends or just really good friends at a moment where you just become family. Like there is a, a understanding or there could be an understanding or should be an understanding that, you know, we're not friends like we used to be, but I love you so much. And I'm, I'm there for you. Anytime you call me, anytime you need something, I'm there for you. And it's just that we're not on <laughs> maybe the same um, wave as far as how we do life together. I think when I think of relationships, well, when I think of friendships, I think of them almost like a relationship, um, a romantic one where you know, you all you, you kind of have to be on the same page. And with uh, a romantic relationship, I think it's more obvious because, you know, maybe you're trying to plan things together. You're trying to build a family. Um, there's likes and dislikes that you are constantly um, aware of. And, you know, in a friendship, you don't always have to align. You don't always have to agree. You don't always have to be on the same page. You don't always have to want the same things. And I think if those things become really drastic um, and different over time, it can really change the nature of your relationship where maybe you don't want to hang out with certain people anymore because it's like, well, I'm not really interested in, in that anymore or I don't want to do that anymore or what are we going to talk about? And I think those things are OK, but it doesn't mean you have to throw the relationship away. And I think people who live in 12s because of whatever that that thing that brings you together, that's always going to be something. So if this person is someone that you want to be in your life and you care about, there is a space, I think, that resides for them. And it's really a beautiful space of love. And like I said, it's just like family. So think about your family members like, you know, you may not talk to them every day. But they're always going to be your family. And, you know, if, if some shit goes down, you're always going to support them, you know. And I think there are groups of uh, friends and it's probably a bigger group. And, and I have this one as a bigger one, because over time, as we grow and evolve into people are we going to involve as people? Um, there's there's just bound to be shifts in our relationships. And it doesn't always mean that love is lost and that you just do not want to hang out with them but i think as far as your time goes a lot of times because of whatever that event is or what however you see that relationship you may feel like oh i have to spend time with them because they're they were my best friend in third grade like i, I have to and you don't really address that maybe there's a change in the relationship and you're trying to force something that doesn't really need to be forced <laughs> it can be like yo i love you and i'm gonna go do this thing you know so i think the the friends that reside in 12 sometimes can just be very difficult to manage those relationships especially if everyone within those relationships whether it's a group or just two people um it's hard to manage it when people are changing but you may want whatever the original version of that relationship is and there's nothing wrong again with the evolution of it it's just realizing like it's different and you're just family now so that is your 12s a little bit more in depth with the explanation there but 
um but yeah and then the last group we have and again this is just really for friends um i call this the 20 plus group and this is like people you're just really cool with but there's not much connection there it's it's like surface level you know people you may meet at a party or you know we can hang out in groups but maybe we don't hang out one-to-one one-on-one or um again it's just people that you're cool with um, i think a lot of times work friends and work uh situations i guess can feel that obviously you can have work friends that can be in any of these categories but you know just people that you're cool with and that you have a mutual respect for and that's kind of all <laughs> like it stops there for the most part and you know again the the when you're thinking about where you're spending your time and energy sometimes we're spending more time with 20s which i was doing when i was much younger like i don't really know these people like that um but i was just getting to know people i'm a very uh friendly person and if i say i'm going to an event like i'm, I'm gonna go to this event like I'm, i try to stick to it but again over time it was just exhausting because you know there's always something to do there's always somewhere to go someone's always gonna be throwing something and you have to figure out am i gonna go to all that or how do i decide what do i go to and what i don't so, you know, this whole kind of guide and structure that I'm sharing is really for those who may not realize where they're spending their time and how they're spending their time, because sometimes you're just exhausted and do not know why. And I think there's a space where you can just look back and be like, OK, did this event or this time spent, did it pour into me or did it just drain me? And I think that's what these groups do. So obviously, if you spend more time with your threes, you're going to get poured into, you're going to pour into them, you're going to, you know, hopefully develop a friendship or a bond or a tribe that's just, just supportive. And if you don't spend time and put time into that and be intentional about it, you know, you can have a foundation in that realm that is not the, the strongest, you know, I think this is just a space where you can reevaluate where you're spending your time and who you're spending time with. Um, I want to also bring up another point in regards to all of this is that these these groups and the people within these groups, they can it's ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows like it can it can go either way as far as what group a person is. A person can be a 12 and at you know, you want to be more intentional about that relationship. And at some point they become a seven and then at some point they become a three like that. That is very possible. And that's why I wanted to start the, this conversation off with like, this is not about saying who's good and who's bad. And I like you and I don't like you or any of those things is really about, are you being intentional about the, the space that you're or the, the time that you're spending and who you're spending that with? So I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over, but I just want to be very clear about that. And I think making sure that you're not holding people to a certain group is actually can become a really beautiful thing because there are people who are really great people and who 
can be those people who pour into you and can be someone who is a a strong support system if you let them. So it can be an old friend. It can be a new friend. It can be um, be a lot of people. So if you're open to what people can be and, and where they exist within your life, you know, some beautiful, beautiful things can come out of that. Um, and also you can make peace, I think, with the changes that happen with friendships. I think, you know, I think about my friends who have been who got married and, and they're doing their thing like I really, really love that. Like, I don't want you to be spending all this time with me. You have a family, you, you know, you have a, a partner that you're married to. Like, I'm so fine. I don't need that. But I think me understanding well a me really wanting them to have the relationships that they have and and have the life that they desire me wanting that first helped me realize like oh the nature of our friendship has changed like if i'm thinking about college friends like we don't live you know i lived on campus when i went to school we don't live across the hall from each other anymore or we don't live across campus anymore so obviously the dynamics of our friendship um, is going to change a little bit unless we're like, we want to <laughs> move next to each other and, and keep this up. So, you know, all that to say is be intentional about where you're spending your time and be okay with change. And you should, you're going to experience change. You know, if you're, you're really working on yourself and trying to be whatever the best version of you is, and you're listening to, you know, what you're supposed to be doing and, and trying to stay true to yourself, there's going to be some, some evolution. And, you know, for those who have friends over 20, 30, those who may be older, 40 years, like, there are some things about those friendships that just remain true and have been consistent throughout the, the years. And then there are certain things that's like, oh, this change. And they're not necessarily bad. You know, I think if you want to keep someone in your life, that is your choice. But everybody can be in your life at the same time because <laughs> you're going to be tired. You're going to be running around trying to do everything and be there for everybody. And sometimes you just got to say no. And if you need, you know, some help figuring out how do I say no? What do I say no to? Who do I say no to? Um, Hopefully this this guy that I shared um, will give you, you know, some guidance (laughs) potentially. So I'll say the groups again. So you have your your threes, your, your besties. You have your sevens who are slightly outside of that. You have your 12s who are like your family and you have your 20 pluses who are we just cool <laughs> and everyone else kind of exists outside of that. And, you know, yeah, so I, I don't know. Also, one more thing before I go, y'all are probably wondering, like, why is it like, why is the inner group three and what are the numbers? Like, what does that have to do with like the group and all this other stuff? Well, I think if you think about the capacity you have and the energy that you have (laughs) to pour into people, 
like there's only so much so much that you can can pour and pour and pour and pour before you're like okay i can't do this anymore and i think if you have a smaller group of people that you're being intentional about and not saying that you're losing intentionality across the board i'm saying you're more intentional about a certain group of people and it you know it, it lessens a little bit as um the group gets bigger i think that is um that creates a balance that allows you to to actually pour into people the way that you want to for you to be present for you to receive whatever they have because imagine if you're really pouring into i don't know 12 people like that's a lot <laughs> like how are you actively and and effectively um managing those relationships if it's a pouring to and pouring out of you know and it's possible i'm not saying it's not possible but you will probably be tired and feel drained or maybe not who knows um you can take this you cannot you can be like jazz that's trash and i'm not using that or you know you can take it and see what happens so yeah that is the overthought today is really just sharing this this friend structure <laughs> friend time spending structure again i gotta get that name together but you know when i get the the details on everything i will definitely share and um but i just want to share that with y'all on this thanksgiving day this friends and family day this fnf day and um yeah hopefully you can use that in your life and with that said um i don't have anything else to say like this is this is all for this episode thank y'all for listening i hope y'all are enjoying your food hopefully y'all eat it not like at late dinner time like mind you i don't even really know the time you're supposed to eat thanksgiving we're supposed to be trying to do it for three three to four it might be eight who knows so hopefully y'all have some snacks if y'all or that kind of family or friend group where y'all do everything late. But yeah, just enjoy your day. Enjoy each other. Enjoy yourself if you're by yourself. If you're just with your boo or with the one friend because you're not, you know, by your family or whatever, enjoy that. Like, this is really a time to be grateful. Like, we're here. We're figuring things out. And hopefully we're all just trying to find, you know, peace and love and in ourselves in it all and you know let's do that and just take a break today <laughs> so that's all like i say every week make sure you subscribe to the great overthinker wherever you listen to podcasts if you have any questions you would like us to potentially ask on the show please send us a dm on instagram at the great overthinker you can also email us at the great overthinker at gmail.com and yeah, that's all I have. And yeah, that's all I got, y'all. Until next time. Holla. Ain't no stopping me. <laughs> Bye.